0: Hey, love food listener, Julie Duffy Dillon here. I'm preparing season four of the Love Food podcast. And in the meantime, I'm rebroadcasting the PCOS and Food Peace podcast. Kimmy Singh and I interviewed people navigating their food peace journey while affected by a chronic condition called polycystic ovarian syndrome. Do you not experience this yet? Experience diabetes, high cholesterol, high blood pressure, or another condition and don't want to diet? Or are you feeling shame every time you leave the doctor's office or avoid them altogether because of the weight talk? Or are you looking for more body-liberating resources? Well, then we made this podcast just for you. Pencil me in for Tuesday, September 17th, when season four of A Love Food Podcast begins. And now, the PCOS and Food Peace Podcast. Take care. Hey there, Julie Duffy Dillon here. I am so excited to bring you the PCOS and Food Peace podcast. It's been something that Kimmy Singh and I have been working on for close to a year now. This trailer I want to use as an opportunity to fill you in on the details, what you get to hear in the podcast, and what's in it for you. Seriously, we had you in mind as we were putting the show together. We know that you've been told to diet for as long as you've known you had PCOS, and probably even longer, and that they haven't worked. They haven't provided this place of freedom, or peace, or health, and they feel like torture. So we are excited to bring you this companionship along your PCOS journey. You will listen to interesting people discuss how they got diagnosed with PCOS, the best and worst advice they received and ways they experience health and peace. You will hear about so many different things, but there's one thing you won't hear, another crappy diet recommendation. We know diets don't work, even though you've been pressured to lose weight to treat your PCOS. There is another way to eat and experience life. We can't wait to share with you how. It's hosted by me, Julie Duffy Dillon, and the fabulous dietitian in training, Kimmy Singh. We're PCOS experts, passionate about bringing you fat-positive interventions to promote health. Here's what we wish you knew: We wish you knew you were given the wrong tools to manage your PCOS, and that's not your fault. Diets failed, not you. We wish you knew diets don't work for most people because it's how our bodies are wired to survive. Diets didn't work for you because you are a successful human. You are not defective. Rather, just following your important, complicated biology. We believe your body has all the wisdom it needs to promote health and reconnect, no matter how long it's been since you trusted that innate skill. We wish you knew that starting another diet to help manage PCOS is not your only answer. Starting another diet may initially feel hopeful, yet that is only short-lived. It is seductive, though. We believe diets hurt your PCOS and keep you from health and vitality. We also wish you knew how precious you are today. Kimmy and I also want you to know what we're against. We are nutrition experts against rigid meal plans, diets, and forbidden foods. We're against the conventional medical model that is one size fits all. We are against the notion our health is determined by this narrow ideal. We are against taking the pleasure out of food. We are against preying on the vulnerability of those suffering with PCOS, saying that a diet will work even though the evidence doesn't support that promise. We are against making people with PCOS lose weight to qualify for reproductive medicine and other medical interventions. We are against the notion that you didn't try hard enough to lose weight, control your cravings, or exercise long enough. We know you have tried everything to feel better. We are against shame-induced directions to get you to eat more fruits, vegetables, or whatever. All right. Now that you know what we stand for, what we believe in, and what we're against, here is just a portion of what you're going to hear in the PCOS and Food Peace podcast. I had just absorbed this knowledge from doctors and and kind of from family that it was just kind of punishment for not being thin. And if I were to just lose weight, it would go away. And so I really just lived with the, like, I really believed it was my fault that I had this really shameful, embarrassing hair growth and that, you know, if only I had the willpower I just don't want you to get diabetes, which I think is a thing a lot of people who are fat here. Um, mm-hmm. I just want you to diet because I care about you and I don't want you to get diabetes. So when I got PCOS, that was a huge fear for me, knowing very basically how PCOS works, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And being like, oh my God, like like even, even after literal years of being like entrenched in fat positivity and like understanding more about how My mind tells me lies about uh, what I need to do and how I am, et cetera. It was immediately, like I saw a link that was like PCOS and um, diabetes. And I was like, oh my God, I'm gonna get diabetes and I did it and it's my fault. For a long time, there was just a lot of frustration and and shame and and anger because it was more of a why me? Why is my body like this? Why do Mm -hmm. I have to go through this? Why is everyone else quote unquote normal? But me, and um, I just want the listeners to understand. This is this is how I used to feel. This is this is um, the space that I used to be in mm-hmm. with my body. And so I really understand if you're in that space. It's no need to be ashamed because, considering where I am now and the work that I do now, you can always move into a space of peace. I'm sure that. PCOS added to or was one of the foundations of the reason I believed that I had to diet. I like I would hear people talk about intuitive eating. I would hear, you know, this and that different ways to heal. I I there were times when I was like, I think I have a problem with food, but I have to. Like I have to get this under control. I am hurting myself by eating or whatever or what, you know, it just the, the stakes felt so high because of what I believed was the cause of PCOS. I thought it was food, I thought it was weight, and I thought it was carbs and sugar. Really for me, the biggest thing that affects my relationship with my body is the fertility aspect, because, um, you know, it's funny, I never wanted kids. And then (laughs) I met my partner and we got married and I was like, oh, like all of a sudden, like, I get it. Now I understand why you would even want a child. And I, you know, oh, now I kind of want to have a baby. And now I'm like, oh, well, you may not be able to. There are days when we just have to grieve. We have to listen to our bodies once again, that, you know, there may be so much grief around Um, how we feel about our bodies that, you know, we may need to take a nap. We may need to just be extra gentle with ourselves on those days. And more often than not, for a while I was really angry because I was like, why the hell has it taken you know, till I was 25 to be diagnosed with this, When I've literally been having symptoms since I was like 11 um, and told doctors about it and had so many red flags and nobody even cared because all they were focused on was like my BMI. I don't need to get to a place where I love my body and I'm obsessed with my body and obsessed with the way I look. It's not that's not my goal. My goal is just to see my body as something that is it's just my body and I'm more than my body. This is not who I am. And so I think realizing that I don't need to come to a body, a place of body love, but just, body, just being at peace with myself and realizing that this is not who I am has been really, really important to me and my, I guess, my body positive journey. Yet yeah, it's gone under the radar for too long. It's, it was first described in 1935 but this year uh, was the first time that there's been um, a platform like in the U.S. government for um, advocating for PCOS within our government. So this it's been a long time coming. And so PCOS Challenge helped to build that up. Uh, But I don't need to see everything about my body as beautiful for it to be worthy and for it to serve me well. Beauty is just one component of existence. It's only one descriptor. And I feel like what my body does for me is about more than beauty. I don't know. And I'm not saying that people with PCOS aren't beautiful because, come on, we know. I know (laughs) how it is. I know the PCOS folks. (laughs) We have some great beautiful. Amazing, strong, beautiful people, but I also don't think that you have to feel beautiful to love who you are. Thank you for listening. The PCOS and Food Peace podcast was created by Julie Duffy Dillon and Kimmy Singh. Audio editor was Toby Lyles from 24 Sound. Show art by Katie Sanders from Pop and Gray. Music was by Tiny Music entitled Super Pop. Show notes were by Laura King. Thank you for listening. We hope this episode empowers you to experience more food peace.